Good day, dear listener, and welcome aboard the Ozma. We have an exciting show planned for you. But before we get too far, a word to the wise. Though Project Ozma is considered to be a comedy, the humor involved is known to contain swearing, allusions to sexual themes, as well as themes of minor violence. A more in-depth description of this content as well as the transcript can be found in the description. Thank you, and we hope you enjoy today's episode. A week ago, I was here in the prep base learning about a wild story about alien leaders and how I needed to pretend to be one. Quinn and I arrived on the Ozma and managed to seduce a whole lot of them. Well, mine was more accidental, but I think me, Ellie, and I are on good terms now. I mean, we're not, but maybe someday we could be. We could totally be friends. Maybe. Probably not. But... I guess there's nothing wrong with hoping, right? Either way, we managed to win over ruler after ruler until finally winning over the final boss, Visa. Of course, our success didn't last long. AI... (laughs) AI protected our true identities, and I wanted to do the same. It cost us our planet, but AI didn't want us to be invaded because of them, so he freed us to stop the invasion. Only for us to realize, it was already here. King, someone we thought we could trust, had been a part of a master plan to take over the world and eventually the galaxy. I guess it just goes to show that you really can't trust anyone, especially big heads that think they're about to get some sort of reward. Ugh, bit too cliche villain plan for me, but hey, different strokes for different folks. But if King was here to be a cliché villain, I suppose it was time for me to play the cliché hero. I'll stop you! Or, I suppose Quinn could. (laughs) Stop me? This plan has been in motion for decades. We are too far along for you to even try. Quinn locked eyes with me, a clear look that screamed, I have a plan! At least I think so. It could have been screaming, I really have to pee. But now it didn't seem like the best time for a bathroom break. Oh, I need to stall. Decades? They made you stay here that long? You must have missed a lot. Missed a lot? Of course I did. But my parents were close friends with the king at the time. He told them that it was a great honor, and there was no one else he could trust. Would you truly think I'd relinquish any of this for being up-to-date in pop culture? 
Just friends and family dead and gone, probably. And on top of that, your king dumped you all here to pretend to be some lowly humans? Some friend he was. He abandoned you. You do not disobey a direct order. If you learn that quickly, Queen Tisha may be gentler on you. Huh. I've met Tisha, and she isn't exactly what I'd call gentle. I'd go more with brash or reckless. Maybe even big- I hadn't meant to piss King off that much. I just wanted his attention off of Quinn. Either way, it worked. King was 100% focused on me, giving her the chance to slip away unnoticed. I don't know what she was planning, but I'd help her any way I could. Do not disrespect her majesty in that way. Can't say it's the first time I've been backhanded by an alien. Watch your tongue, or it won't be the last. You know as well as I do that my inability to do so is what made me such a good stand-in. A true statement. However, under Charbray's rule, you'll need to understand discipline. I'm doubtful that'll ever happen. But why let Tisha take over? Your family has done all the work only to be cast aside like some used tissue. You are trying to get me to rebel against my ruler. Like Tisha would be that hard to overthrow. She's reckless, and if she didn't have Garty by her side, she probably would have driven Charbray to the ground. But you, you're clever. Fooled Quinn and I not to mention the entire fucking Pret program for decades. Anyone would do better than her. Hell, you'd make a better leader than her no contest. I serve my queen. I'm a loyal servant. Have you met her? Because honestly, King, you might as well live up to your namesake. Meeting the Queen is a dream in the far future. One I know is about to be in my grasp. Meeting Tisha is not what I'd call a dream. Obviously, you haven't even talked to her, have you? I bet you probably talked to only Garty. The Queen is very busy. Yeah, flirting with some red-scaled duchess, I heard. Is that really someone you want on your throne? I will not stand for you to sully her name like this. I think I prefer Miele's abuse to yours. Pais will never lay claim to Earth. It holds nothing for them. Yeah, but what if their priorities change? What if someone else manages to control Earth before you guys? Kinda throws a wrench in your whole evil scheme, don't you think? We have soldiers who have been stationed around the planet, waiting for my signal for years now. Only Shaw Bray shall be victorious. Not if we get you first. Not if we get you first? Come on, Quinny, you busted from the vents with a... of... What is that? Uh, some big pipe thing? I think it'd work well. Fair. Anyway, you bust in here from the vents of all fucking places, big-ass pipe in tow, and your chosen line is not if we get you first? Percy, I had some other concerns on my mind. Like? Like the fact you expect to beat me? That's cute. Garty was a breeze, and that was unarmed. Reed was cocky, too. He didn't last long. King leaped forward at my friend, and she quickly dodged away. He was slower than Garty, but bigger. King swiped at her head, but she batted away his claws with her pipe before lunging forward to hit him in the stomach. Where Garty relied on speed, King's strength was what kept him on his feet. A hit from him would be devastating. As long as Quinn could stay out of his reach- You can't run forever. You'll soon tire, and I will enjoy your death. Surrender now, and I may be merciful. 
Sounds like you're about ready to give up. Never to the likes of you. He lunged forward again, attempting to rake his claws across her face. Rather than using her pipe, Quinn stepped behind him to wrap the metal against King's scaly spine. He howled and pushed her back with his long tail. The damage to the Charbrain's back was enough to slow him so Quinn could plant blow after blow across his body. Until finally, she knocked him out cold. Nice one, Quinn! Well, luckily that fight with Garty was a good indication of how the Charbrain strategize. Help me tie him up. He won't stay down for long. Right. Where the fuck do they keep the rope in this joint? There's some thick wires over by the computers. That should work temporarily. Who keeps wires laying around? I don't know, a place that needs to do computer repair frequently? Can you get them, please? I'm getting them, I'm getting them. It's just... there's a lot here. I don't know, Percy. Maybe they use them to hoist computers up or something. Or someone. What? That kinky motherfucker. Just give me a hand. So now what? We find his phone, or whatever he's using to communicate with the rest of the station soldiers. If we can call off the invasion- What was that? If I had a guess, our first invaders have arrived. Mm. Look who's decided to join the party. How's the head sleeping, beauty? <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought. So, this is where our false queen has run off to. Y- your highness. The time for pleasantries is over. Ovis? Subdue them. Yes, my queen. Wait, come on, Ovis, buddy, we're pals! Besides, don't you want to know our great story behind the Charbrayan who definitely shouldn't be on Earth at this moment? The Charbrayan poses no threat as of now. However, you and your guard managed to escape our prison. I prefer you at least to be tied. Look, I surrender. Quinn, you? Of course, your highness. I will not make any move to harm anyone. See? Now hear me out. If you still want to toss Quinn and I into some remote space prison for the rest of our days, we will go with you, nice and easy. But at least let us explain what happened. All of it. Very well. Speak. A week ago, I didn't even know aliens were real. Impossible. Your planet has been exploring space for almost half a century now. That's where our tied-up friend comes in. You... Charbrayan. What does she mean? The legendary Queen Visa. I never thought I'd get the honor. I'm growing impatient. You see, Your Highness, we never actually learned of extraterrestrials because King's family decided to keep it that way. We never- It is unwise to lie to me, Charbrayan. This is not my place to tell. Then we shall extract your memories from your gravesite. Is that what you would prefer? I... I want it known that I do not consent to this willingly. It is known. Now, explain. Charbray wanted Earth and its resources. We were worried it'd succeed. So my family was sent to make sure Earth never went to the conferences in the first place. So Earth's own forced ignorance would damn them. That was the plan, at least. When the final invitation went with the ultimatum of show up to the party or be attacked, King shot down the agents that were supposed to be the more experienced stand-ins. I did not shoot. One of your on-the-ground soldiers still counts. Percy and I were the replacements for these people. Why? Because your counsel doesn't work. Percy? 
Maybe you should step down. Liza, look. The Council guards all these resources, forcing Charbray to come up with this elaborate plan just to be able to win Earth for its clover. It's clover. A weed that we try to kill because it won't stop growing. There are so many easier ways to have exported clover without having to have invasions. King's whole plan... Not my plan. ...was put into place because it doesn't work. Does this look like peace to you? I'm genuinely asking. Earth is iffy on the whole peace thing, and I want to know what the standard is in the rest of the galaxy. My communicator. I'm sorry, your highness, but my soldiers are- Sir, we're awaiting your command to begin the invasion. There will be no invasion. Not today. Sir? This is Queen Visa of Nartus. Call off all of your men and leave this planet. I apologies, your highness. Thank you so much, Visa. You won't regret- First of all, you will address me with my title. Second of all, I specifically said no invasion today. Am I wrong in that, Harvis? No, your highness. But- Let me finish. Lastly, I will give you one more chance. I- What? The Ozma conferences meet every year. You and your guard will be in charge of letting the truth become known across your planet and selecting a suitable and real leader of Earth to meet at the conferences. They will have a clean slate, but must fight for Earth's independence just as you have. Convince an entire planet aliens exist? No offense, your highness, but that sounds- Like an opportunity that we can't turn down. Thank you. I'm glad. Now, I must return to finish calling off an invasion, as well as seeking a better way to keep peace in the galaxy. I eagerly await the meeting of your official planetary ruler, Persephone. But what about King? What about you? Charbrayan. I apologize for the trouble I've caused. Oh, you do? Please, I was only following my queen's orders. And I suppose I can't punish you for being a loyal subject. As for Queen Tisha... Avis, retrieve the Charbrayan and bring him to our pop. We have much to discuss. Of course. If you'll come with me, sir. And like that, they were gone. Their pop whirring to life until they disappeared out of my life for, well, a year, I guess. Now I had a new mission. To find a suitable ruler and guard to send on their mission across treacherous time and space to face against bitchy alien leaders as only the earthen royalty can- Percy! What? Just wrap it up already. Fine. I suppose here is where I put the epilogue, telling the great tales of how Quinn and I fought against odds to spread the news of aliens and quested to find the perfect ruler. But I can't, because that is only just beginning. By the time you're listening to this, the new Ozma conference will be quickly approaching, meaning we don't have much time. Quinn and I tried to come up with a way to share our story, and, well, this is it. Our story is coming to a close.
but the Earth's is just beginning. Weird things are going to start happening on Earth, and as someone who has been slapped by multiple different aliens, I can assure you, they are very real. We have probably a month or two before that damn pop returns to take a couple to the Ozma. So tell me, listeners, are you ready to go to space? Sail the stars like the open sea We're meant to be Best friends for all eternity The great unknown It isn't that scary when you've flown Across it all With you I answer the call Cause you and me, baby, we're heavenly bodies Shooting like stars across the sky And when they think we're done, look out, cause here we come We'll burn right through and never ask why Cause you've got me, and I've got you Yeah, you've got me, and I got you I stand Cause it's right by you And I take your hand And you still have faith As I do something stupid That really isn't safe But hey, you and me, baby We're heavenly bodies Shooting like stars across the sky And when they think we're done Look out, cause here we come We'll burn right through and never ask why Cause you've got me and I've got you Yeah, you've got me and I've got you And the void isn't cold Even when we're old We knew where we stood and we did something good The void isn't cold when we're old We knew where we stood and we did Something good Cause you and me, baby, we're heavenly bodies Shooting like stars across the sky And when they think we're done, look out Cause here we come, we'll burn right through And never ask why Cause you and me, baby, we're heavenly bodies Shooting like stars across the sky And when they think we're done, look out Cause here we come, we'll burn right through And never ask why Cause you've got me and I've got you Got me and I've got you. Yeah, you got me and I've got you. Hi, it's Sterling Ray, formerly known as Molly Ray, the creator of Project Ozma, and I just wanted to interrupt a minute to say a few words. 
To think, it's been almost a year we've been releasing episodes and how that all comes to an end. It has been such an honor being able to share the adventures of Percy and Quinn with you. I am so grateful to have been given the chance to work with such a talented cast and crew and such an incredible network like Goose Thunder. I am also speechless at the amazing support I've received from listeners like you. Without all of you, Project Ozma would not be what it is today. Unfortunately, all good things must come to an end, and we must bid farewell to the lives of Percy and Quinn. But just because we close the door on one group of characters does not mean we can't open a new one. If you enjoyed Project Ozma, be sure to check out Novitero, coming January 2020. It's the same Ozma universe you know and love, but with a whole new cast of characters. It takes place five years after the events of Project Ozma, so if you want to see how Percy and Quinn's legacy held up, you won't want to miss Novitero. Alright, roll those credits. Project Ozma is a Goose Thunder Network produced podcast. Today's episode, Finale, was written by Sterling Ray and Megan, and edited by Ilva, with sound editing by Cole Burkhardt and Hannah. Music was composed and performed by Benny James. The voices you heard in today's episode in order of appearance were Allison as Percy, Petra as Quinn, Adam Blanford as Max King, Jay Virginia as Visa, Arizona Johnson as Avis, and Morgan as The Voice. Want to continue to stay up to date on all things Ozma? Follow us on Tumblr at project Ozma on Instagram at Project Ozma Podcast, or on Twitter at Project Ozma.